Welcome to episode 49 of Voice in Education. This is Julie Daniel Davis, and I hope all of you had a very Merry Christmas. As I reflect on this year and all the things I've done and talked about regarding voice, the thing that just hits me this um, end of the year is, are we preparing students for their future? Um, I looked up a few percentages and statistics on voice, which I believe is the next paradigm in learning. Uh, One said by Pew Research Center that 80% of the country has smart speakers. 55% of teens are using voice search daily, according to Cora Creative. And the most bullish prediction, uh, I believe, is by Comscore that by 2020, 50% of all online searches will be performed by voice search. That being said, what are we doing to prepare students for their future, uh, for maybe jobs that aren't even imaginable right now. My title right now is the Director of Instructional Technology and Innovation. When I was in elementary school all the way to high school, that wasn't even a title that could have been imagined. What would that have even meant? Are we preparing our students for potential opportunities that aren't out there? Uh, So I started thinking about it. What are opportunities in the voice industry that I can think of um, that could impact our students of the, uh, up for now for their future? And by future, I mean even right now, but I believe it's going to blossom even further for this um, age group that we're currently teaching in the K-12 sector. So, Here's my list of things that I think we need to be thinking about as educators preparing students. Voice actors and narrators. Um, We've got a lot of students at our school that are into drama, and our Fine Arts Center is a very um, well-respected Fine Arts Center. How can we help those students become voice actors for this? Voice developers, software developers. So we're teaching uh, computer science, AP computer science at our school. There's a track there. What are we doing to help them think about being voice developers as well? I also believe that leads itself to conversational designers, which may or may not be um, a voice developer. So in other words, conversational design, can you write a narrative that lends itself to the voice industry? Maybe that's in an English class. Um, We toyed with that a little bit with um, doing a pilot last year very briefly, but maybe there's more to it there. How can we help students think of what conversational design looks like? And I believe that there's going to have to be innovators and visionaries, people who um, bully the voice industry forward, that help others to see its value, that push for certain things to happen. I think that's going to be important in this industry um, to, to show things that have not happened already, the possibilities of things for the future um, in different sectors. And then I think it's very important that we have ethics leaders, people who keep Um, the industry on the straight and narrow that lead them in ways to make them think about what they're doing in a broader aspect of in in a more moral and ethical way of doing things. Um, Those will be our thought leaders. Um, Those will also be 
maybe our visionaries and our innovators as well. And then I believe that there will be course builders, instructional designers, people who will um, create ways to teach people how to be voice developers. So those builders are out there. They could very easily be educators, um, but that's going to be an important part of this voice industry as well, helping people learn how to, to work inside um, that, that platform's Th those platforms, sorry about that. And then, of course, third-party platforms. Um, they're out there already. Um, the ability to be able to create a skill in a third-party platform or that could then become an action or a skill, meaning either Alexa or Google Assistant. But I also think Bixby will be um, quite available to do that as well. So those type of party platforms that allow um, anyone to learn how to use and to develop. Uh, those are going to have to become more user-friendly for those of us who have no clue what we're doing, um, or we're going to have to learn how to adapt. But I do believe because of the value of teaching through YouTube and through um, help built into these platforms, that it's going to become easier and easier for people to learn how to do these on their own and create them on these platforms. Um, now, will it be quality is the question. Do they have the ability to create quality um, skills and actions or capsules? That's the question. What, what will that look like? Will there be a great divide between those who can and those who can't? Um, that is an interesting thought to think on. I also think that there's a role for gamers in the voice industry, people to create um, voice games that can help others uh, and meet a niche that is already uh, growing quickly. Um, Esports is now being recognized as a sport in many uh, states across the country. And so... To be able to do that within a, a voice platform would be really cool to create something like that. You know, gamers as a rule have their headsets on and they're talking to their um, to each other while they're playing. But what's the next level of that? Could they, instead of, you know, using a handheld device to control it, could they voice control it? Uh, will be interesting to see if there's additions to the gaming industry as we know it or maybe even as we don't know it. What's the next step? And then I think we have to think about the creators of content, the announcers, the newscasters, the people who are creating the, the bulk of the meat inside these skills. Those are people that um, perhaps haven't even thought about voice as a way to create and, and to, to share their information. But those people are important for this industry as well. And then, of course, in order for us to do all these things, we're going to need some AI professors, people teaching students how to do this. I believe we need... Um, teachers in the K-12 sector uh, giving opportunities to students to play around with this so that they can see, is this something that I'm interested in? Is this something that I would like to do more, do further? Because I believe that it won't be long before others realize that voice frees us from the day-to-day -day drudgery of doing 
certain things. I also believe that um, that tech jobs aren't going to destroy other jobs, but it actually adds more jobs to the market. But the, the big question I leave you with at the end of this brief cast is, is the education system prepared for this? And are you doing things to help students prepare for their future? And in terms of voice, I think voice may actually change the concept of work. Will it matter where students live as to how much they get to, how much impact voice will have on them? But are we preparing kids Is the education system as a whole preparing kids for this next paradigm? And if not, I challenge you, what can you do to help them see and experience voice in a new way? This is Julie Daniel Davis. I'm signing off. Happy New Year, everyone.